With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What's up, y'all? Kofi Kingston here, and I would love to have a drink with wrestling on the rocks, depending on what that drink is, preferably non-alcoholic, you know? How's it going? I'm the Celtic Warrior, Shane. Lord low here. Soda. I would love to have a drink with wrestling on the rocks. I would love to have a drink with wrestling on the rocks. Maple syrup. I would never have a drink with wrestling on the rocks. Welcome everyone to Wrestling on the Rocks. I am not Miss Amanda Jane. And this is episode one. I am Digi. Uh, tonight, Miss Amanda has joined the uh, corporation, as it were, and so I brought a very special guest. This is Hype the Commentator. I've got to pick a hand on the side. You know, it's episode one. It's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> so this is kind of a, an interesting deal that we're going to be talking a few things, and we definitely want you guys to you know, speak up, tell your mind, because we are the chaser. We are taking out that uh, bad taste in your mouth that the internet wrestling community can often leave. So, Hype, for those of you that don't know you, and I know you as a Twitch streamer, I know you as a person, why don't you tell everyone out there a little bit about yourself? I am a 21-year-old student in pro wrestling i am a student at maryland championship wrestling i signed up for their brand new backstage production course back in june totally new thing i'd never seen anything like it in pro wrestling like i've been wanting i've been always wanting to do pro wrestling commentary 
and it was the perfect opportunity. It was local. I've been streaming on Twitch for five years. I started as a gamer, Hype Life Gaming. I have been doing commentary for the last year and a half. Thank you all thanks to Medusa and the Mad Mod Squad who gave me the opportunity to do commentary on her stream with the Sarge for Zicky Dice's Outlandish Paradise, January 15th, 2022. And I've never looked back since then. Only looked forward. Yep. You move forward, never backwards. And I know that a lot of your commentary on Twitch is towards the major brands, but you are knowledgeable about the independents, which is very good. I'm Uh, learning more and more every day. Oh, believe me, watch a little bit of... uh, of anyone from TNA that does streaming and you'll, you'll learn a lot about how it goes. Uh, so, and th- this is kind of a segue here, but uh, what's in your glass? I got water. I got ice cold water in my uh, Mickey James master class bottle. Yeah. I got to meet her. I'm uh, doing black velvet in my coffee, which surprises no one. and i definitely want to thank our bartender and the wonderful people over at fans first sports network for keeping the lights on in the dive bar you know we appreciate them as much as we appreciate our community and the fans out there now we were talking before the show uh you and i about uh some events coming on in february give us a little little promo what's going on here well before february this actually this Saturday, MCW Seasons Beatings will be in Frederick, which will feature Angelina Love. And then going forward to February, pretty huge announcement from MCW. In fact, it was so huge that Fightful picked it up and they were like, let's run this story. Like, I had never seen anything like that where Fightful was like, oh, wow, let's pick up this story about where these two people are heading. MCW is running their second fan jam, which is a huge meet and greet event, which will be followed by an anniversary show this year. It's going to be headlined by the newly free agents at, by that time, Matt Riddle and Nick Nemeth, AKA or FKA Dolph Ziggler. That's that's a pretty big deal. Over 20 stars are going to be there last year. The Hardys headlined and Mickey James. A lot of great talent were there. And this year they're topping it. It's it's insane what they're doing at MCW. I'm uh, glad that I'm able to be a part of it going forward. Oh, uh, and, you know, no inside baseball. That's kind of a rule here. The fans and viewers know. Um can you give us a little bit about, do you have any specific involvement or as a talent going in or anything like that? There, there are some things that are, that are being worked on in the near future. That's, that's, that's what I will say, you know, mm-hmm. working on commentary, working to push towards commentary. There, there's some stuff that's coming in the future. Keep your eyes peeled to, to MCW, which mm-hmm. is on premier streaming network now. Ooh. A lot of promotions have been going over to Premier Streaming Network. Oh, right on. So, like, and, and what 
because you're taking courses, you're you're learning to be talent, you're learning the business. Uh, is there anybody you've had interaction with, like as far as independent talent or somebody that's not WWE, AEW, that you know really strikes your interest? Um, yeah, there's actually one particular. There's a couple actually that are actually mm -hmm. MCW homegrown. Like they trained okay. at MCW, they're really, really reaching the top. Which would be Miles Hawkins, 99 overall. Miles Hawkins, definitely keep your eyes peeled out for him in 2024. He's taken a lot of bookings. And Miami Mike Walker, both two incredible homegrown talents at MCW, mm -hmm. two of the very best that MCW has to offer. And they're making their names, you know, on the indie scene. It's absolutely incredible to see what they're doing. Now, I'm going to put you on the spot. What what really makes them like what are what what's striking you about them? They know who they are. They aren't okay. they know exactly who they are, who they are meant to be, and they're just they just know how to captivate the audience. So it's promo skills and they promo they, skills and ring skills, how to interact, you know, interacting with the fans very well. They're just and, and Miles Hawkins is an incredible athlete in his own right with his talent, just extremely talented in ring as well as Miami Mike. They definitely Good. both have their things about what makes them who they are. So like you would say that they, they've got the promo, they got the look, they got the in ring. Yeah, ab That's absolutely. It. They're both coming along very well. I mean, I've only been there for six months, been at MCW for six months. They've been doing this for a bit. In fact, Miles Hawkins went on a tour to Europe not too long ago, and so has Miami Mike. He's he's traveled around the world too as a as a wrestler, you know, like and just working his way around the Indies. Or, yeah, like well, like taking bookings with a company. Absolutely, that's awesome. Like, because I know Britain itself is. I was talking with a Brit tonight about that. They're, the Knight family is still one of the biggest promotions in England right now. ICW is running a ton of shows now because that, that lockdown killed a lot of independents. Yeah. As it, like Session Mouth Martina, I put her over all the time. You heard me rant. rant. Yeah. She's, she's in the States. Like she was originally going to be that ROH booking. Like she cut promos. It was going to happen. Then lockdown. But now somebody else has picked her up, so she's running through, and that, that interchange is happening now. Now, speaking of independence and, like, everything, uh, TNA, what's your, what's your thoughts on them going from Impact back to TNA? Um, I think it's definitely a way for a new beginning. It's a fresh start. Mm -hmm. Impact has been going in, in the right direction. Their product has, you know, progressively been getting better. They've been getting better talent and they, they were making it. They were trying to figure out what's next that they can do. You know, you know, yeah. the saying what's old is new again. And this might just be that thing that can take impact from here to here. Now that they are TNA again, yeah, come January. 
because watching even their product, they've upped the production. Like, it wasn't bad. It just had that indie hard cam, old school feel. They're bringing that back into play. Uh, the promos are just knocking out the park every time. They're, they're, I love the booking. The women's wrestling is top notch there. Yeah, absolutely. They have a great women's roster. In fact, whenever I'm going through social media and somebody asks, asks who's the, uh, which company has the best women's roster? And I'll see a lot of people say Impact. And it usually shocks a lot of people because you look at WWE and they have a pretty stacked women's division. Mm. Even more stacked now. <laughs> well, well, with somebody with some training, with some training. Yeah, that that was something that was discussed on the the, the other show um, that was going on. That Marsh works in the that crew, where you know Triple H at a media scrum said you, alluded to the idea that she wasn't ready, and I. I've been saying that since the get-go. She needs work. Like, I almost wonder if, you know, WWE as a whole was sold a bill of goods because, you know, that she came off, she was getting pushed, you know, everybody was clamoring for her, but was it they were clamoring because she had attention or were they clamoring because she was skilled? It's really a matter of her look. I think the look is exactly what they see in her as a star and now to you know help her improve because she is somebody and she's mentioned this multiple times how she wants to get better she wants to improve and she said she's now has the opportunity to learn from the very best and she's going to the performance center every day she's really putting in that work especially you know when you when you're going from one place to another this is her you know second big wrestling promotion or sports entertainment you, you know what i'm saying yeah with it, a, which is different and I, that's yeah. something i found as a culture shock when you you have these indie wrestlers that come into a bigger company you know they're hungry for it but not everybody's trained properly not everybody goes to a decent school they always pick up bad habits and some of them are just too hard-headed to learn yeah and that that happens a lot with people who don't want to learn. You see it all the time, and that's that's the most difficult thing. That's such a closed-minded idea. That's something you definitely don't want going into this business. There are so many top, you know, people, top legends in the sport that are available to be reached out to who want to help. Yeah, and nobody's doing it. It's it's honestly, if I had the chance. To message some of the people and ask advice from a lot of these people, I'd be running at that opportunity. Right. I mean, because you're coming from NC MCW and watching their training and everything that they've got going on. You just talked about two guys that got your attention. They're ready to go. They're taking bookings. They're impressive as a whole. And that says a lot for MCW, honestly. Yeah. You know, because I know that. They they've run shows. They they're kind of like a trainer and a company. Uh, they've had you know the likes of MJF, like some of the names that people would know. You know who's a who's a few that people would know that came out of MCW. Um, Adam Cole was in MCW at one point. The Hardys actually came out of MCW. They went back and trained at MCW when it was Bone Breakers. 
Leo Rush is MCW. Action Andretti is MCW as well, to name a few. So they, they obviously, you know, bring out a lot of pop talent that are, you know, stand in. Yeah, absolutely. So I know as far as the, the, the women and that Mickey James is definitely a Hall of Famer. I oh, mean, yeah. Mickey James also somebody who came out of MC, MCW. Like she is the only person I have ever seen that she was so good. She brought another company's heavyweight title with her women's title to a Royal Rumble. Yeah, that was a huge groundbreaking moment. And was that this year? Was that or last year? Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was this year, I think. Geez, this year has been quite the year. There's just so many crazy things that is that have happened in 2023. Absolutely a crazy year to be a pro wrestling fan. Like I've been keeping an eye on a lot of these training schools that you know tend to run their own promotion. Because um, we have Artemis V. Watley, as you know, is Tyler Gray. Yeah. Um, He's got a good school down where he is now. And like it's the independence, I think we're on a research, you know, especially with good training schools. So I think it, it used to be in everybody hears these stories of bad wrestling schools where they're getting taught so badly that they're an, uh, an injury to themselves as well as to others. So hearing that. People are more people are coming out of MCW. They're a good school. They've got a lot to talk about, you know. And I know you can't, like I said, inside no inside baseball here. But you know, what has it been like for your training? Because this is your first school. Like, what are some of the things they've had you do? Where have you from? Where you started to where you are now? Six months. I've learned a lot in terms of how to set things up in terms of what they do for their commentary, all that stuff, helping set up everything. You know, we do all the production stuff. It's a lot, it's a lot of work and they're teaching us all these different things and they're, they're sending me in a different direction, which goes on with that on-screen role, which will, which will be seen in the near future. But Let's see where it goes, right? Yeah. And <laughs> I just have the opportunity to pick so many pick, on so many minds so many like, big names there, that are still there yeah there's there's a lot of people that you that um that are there there are some people that are there that you don't really think about that, that nobody knows that nobody really knows but like has so much knowledge and has worked with some of the top people like i don't want to name them by name well but one of the people that are at mcw worked closely with a hall of famer at one point and right on. worked in ovw does commentary and that's who i've been learning from is one of mcw's common commentators been in the business for 23 years i'm learning from him a lot like he is a mind that i get to pick pick from a lot and it's great and he wants to get the best out of everybody he wants it. He doesn't want anybody to come out of this being like a like, you know, a dickhead. Yeah, like part of my French. <laughs> oh, well, that's fine. Here we're a dive bar. It's okay. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and that's the thing because we we bring on independent wrestlers, um, you know, to talk about their experiences, people, and you're the first commentator, somebody who's going from legitimate training from legitimate people. Uh, now, 
with it being from the commentator, I mean, my question is, do you help put the ring and all that, or do you just help set up the commentary equipment? Like how, what it, like how do you switch back and forth to that? So I don't help set up the ring at all. That's not oh. my department. They don't want the production people helping mm -hmm. set up the rings at all. It's just a matter of keeping things separated and whatnot. So what we help up with, we set up all the backdrops, make sure the audio is good. All the lights are good. Wait, we travel with all these things. Make sure all the entrance stuff is good. All the curtains are set up. All that good stuff. The all the speakers that go around the corners of the ring to make sure the audio is good. Making sure it's not too close so there's no feedback. It's very interesting from who I've gotten to learn from, especially our sound guy. He's taught me a good bit too. It's great who I get to learn from. Who people who've been in the business for quite some time. It's great. It's truly great. You really don't know, like, like a lot of the names you don't know. You never know who you're going to learn a lot from. It's just crazy. Yeah, they had a what was it? Who was just uh, who left resigned from AW? It was um, Kevin God, Sullivan. Sorry. Yeah, not and by Kevin Sullivan, we don't mean the Taskmaster. It's just <laughs> same name. Like that. That was a day and a half of even. <laughs> You know, Kevin Sullivan, the wrestling talent, was like, no, I didn't get released from AEW. That's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> but the, this Kevin Sullivan was a guy that if you knew, you knew. If you didn't, you didn't. Uh, very talented guy. Very knowledgeable about the business. A real shock. I mean, I thought it was across the bow. And I, I wonder where he's going to go. I personally think... You know, as I said before, this is going to be the rise of the independence. This is that time where a TNA, you know, who just got another TV deal, you're, um, is it, uh, like, we, we're just going to see these companies who have great homegrown talent, they're either going to rise to, you know, a TV end of the world, to, you know, being a major player, or their hot talent is going to be, you know, featured on big names out in bigger companies. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Because you're mentioning names, and we had uh, just recently the was it WWE had a bunch of independent talent they brought in for NXT and did a whole ring with them. And that was huge. I mean, obviously, we know as wrestling fans, that means there's a call up, as with every company with multiple brands. But I can tell you, I might know a few names, but the average viewer is going, who are you? Show me what you got. Uh, you know, Brian Pillman Jr. Yeah. It, Alexis like King. That, that, uh, Alexis King, right. Sorry, I, I uh, gave a shoot name out of that. Uh, he was on the independence for years because he had a black mark because of his father. You know, that was a good scoop by WWE. Oh, yeah. Like, he's some of the commentary he's been doing. You can tell he was indies because a lot of independents don't script their talent. They go, Here's your marks, hit them. You know, because they don't yeah. have an entire writing team. And I think we're starting to see that in some of the larger promotions are following suit because you have people, uh, Tony Storm is an example. You can tell nobody's given her a script. Yeah. She's great. <laughs> I love the time, the timeless Tony Storm. So good. Yeah. And she's really making the best of it and really, you know, giving that 1920s starlet vibe. 
Oh yeah, it's it, it's as and I agree. You know, after long consideration, this is a gimmick of a sports entertainment, not a wrestler's gimmick, and yeah. that's a huge difference. Yeah, and in a sea of names and a long list of them, she's the unique one. Yeah, absolutely. She's definitely taking the AW Women's Division to that next level, especially now that she is once again the AEW Women's World Champion. Yeah, and that is an opportunity to elevate it extremely. Imagine when Jamie Hader gets back, something like Jamie Hader gets back in the fold. Yeah. I always wonder where some of the, like, because not, like I said, shot across the bow. There's been some people that have come off that still work the indies, like Lady Frost. She's not signed to a contract, but she's been featured on two of their brands like six times. Yeah. You know, and she's amazing. Like anybody who's seen her work, you know, good Lord, that woman can go. <laughs> yeah, what was she featured uh, on Collision most recently? Yeah, um, and that was, you know, that was her, yeah, like her sixth time. I know she's, because you, you see her booking, she always posts them to her social media. Uh, and she's been making rounds in between those major showings. I'm waiting her to pop up and like, I know she's done, really, she's done Impact a couple times. Um, much like uh, Masovich has done with the MK Ultra tag team that she was doing for a minute yeah so you're, you're starting to see like um single bookings you know like come in one off do a match kind of thing or getting like a you know so much deal in a short period of time or on a thing so I, I think that's where like new japan we're gonna see um jay white because he's got very limited booking like a brock lesnar i think after that he's gonna go back well, Jay White's doing pretty well for himself in AEW right now. He just it wasn't quite what he expected in the uh at full gear, but he had quite the run taking the championship from MJF for quite some time and making sure MJF couldn't get a hold of it until MJF beat him at full gear. Which is an old school like Rocky Mountain sort of way to work, you know, stealing the title, making the champion work for it. Like, yeah. That's old school. <sighs> Absolutely, love love good old school. Some old school wrestling. It's what I look at the most, especially when yeah. I'm listening to commentary. Because you don't get better than some of the old school stuff. Like Gordon Gordon Sully is who I go back to. I go back to old school championship wrestling from Florida. I'll go back to Mid South to listen to Jr. Yeah, Jr. Best Jr. <laughs> yeah, I'll listen to some WWF to Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan. It doesn't get better than that. Yeah, Bobby Heenan was, I, and I've argued this before, is arguably one of the best commentators that has ever existed in professional wrestling. Absolutely. And not only that, one of the best managers in pro wrestling as well. Yep, he made it work. He was calling Hogan a heel for like 20 years. And when it finally <laughs> happened, he was like, see, I've been telling you for 20 years. And that was so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Producer lady here. Thanks.
Thanks for tuning in. Continue to support and buy us a drink by putting the I in subscribe and reviewing our podcast. And cheers to Fans First Sports Network for keeping the dive bar lights on. I would never have a drink with wrestling on the rocks.